for Barry Maney Hyundai. Call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive today. It's Limestone Coast Sports Shorts. Everything football, netball and basketball across the Limestone Coast. Welcome to another ep of the Limestone Coast Sports Shorts. It's all thanks to the team at Barry Maney Hyundai. Call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive today. Talking basketball, first of all, Limestone Coast is at the weekend. At home at Woolander Friday night, the Mount Gambier Castec Rural Supplies Pioneers, the final home game of the season. 63, they lost to Knox Raiders 68, and the Mount Gambier 141 Pioneers were away in Bendigo on Saturday. And what a game! Bendigo undefeated for the entire season. Mount Gambier 141 Pioneers 96, lost to Bendigo Braves 97. There was just one point in it. We get to talk basketball this morning. Tom Kosh joins me on the line for a chat. Tom, g'day. Morning, Ewan. Tom, on the weekend, two cracker games of basketball and you couldn't have asked for better from our teams. Yeah, we couldn't. Um, look, it started on Friday night with our Castec Rural Pioneers playing uh, the Knox Raiders and for those that are there, look, um, we packed out Wollanda. There was over 1,400 people at the game and um, and unfortunately, it was a bit of a grind for our team. So it was, uh, um, you know, it was almost like a game of soccer out there. But we we did uh, we did our very best. Um, unfortunately, Knox sort of proved to be uh, the better team on the night, uh, going down by five points, and um, and they advanced through. But uh, yeah, it uh, it was is definitely a big night for our men. Mate, just on that game, I mean, you've got to love the the Mount Gambier supporters because the atmosphere at Woolanda was incredible. Yeah, it was electric. It really was. And it's been like that largely for the most part of the season. But um, to get those numbers across um, the three, there are three home finals we hosted was was amazing. And uh, and it shows the connection that uh, not, only um, you know for both our teams that they made with our community and and the, the level of um, you know, high level play that is out there and the entertainment product that's available at Woolander. Yeah, Tom, you could only describe Saturday's game with one forty one pioneers as heartbreaking. Oh, it was. Look, it um, a, our women came out all guns blazing in the first quarter and and we thought, hey, look. This is this is not we're really going to challenge the team uh, in Bendigo who who uh, as most people know were undefeated throughout all of the season and and uh, had advanced to a prelim. Um, we found ourselves in a bit of a hole in the second quarter and were 13 points down at halftime and to be able to fight back like we did, um, we got a, up as many as six points in the fourth quarter with about five minutes to go. So. Um, things were looking pretty good for our for our girls, and uh, a couple of freakish plays by Bendigo in the last minutes to to go down by one was devastating for for our women. And and um, look, um, all in all, when you lose by a point, uh, and the the effort that they provided in that time, it was um, yeah just unfortunate the way it, way it, way it went in the, in the end, given the fight that they had put up, but. Uh, we're hugely proud of, of our 141 Pioneers. They've had an outstanding season that, and we are disappointed for them that they weren't able to advance into next weekend's grand, grand final. But uh, uh, they've had an outstanding season and we look forward to being able to celebrate what's ahead for the teams. 
Tom, it has been a great season for both teams. Um, you guys must be just so impressed with what the teams have done. Well, yeah, yeah. Look, we have, we'll all get a chance on Thursday night to be able to um, celebrate that, and then um, a lot of players will will uh, move on to their WNBL commitments and um, and and what's next to them. So um, we look forward to being able to do that because it's important that. Um, not only we recognise what the teams have achieved, but a lot of the individuals that um, uh, that have uh, uh, that have you know been been outstanding contributors to our club over over the season, and we we look forward to being able to celebrate it. Hey Tom, next up for you guys would be the game with Adelaide. Yeah, look, we we uh, obviously had tickets go on sale for uh, that game. Uh, back uh, on Tuesday, look, it was a few single seats left for it um, by Tuesday night. Um, so tickets have basically sold out for that Adelaide Dixie 36s and South East Melbourne game on the 1st of September. And uh, we're hugely excited to be able to host both those teams, uh, to be able to bring that, that level of, uh, of basketball to our, to our um, town is hugely exciting and, and we're looking forward to being able to host it. Hey, Tom, cannot wait to talk more about what's going on basketball-wise. It really has been a cracker of a season for the Pioneers. Thanks for joining us this morning on the radio, mate. Thanks, Ewan. Tom Kosh talking basketball this morning and talking Pioneers and the home game at Woolander on Friday night. The coach of the Tech Rural Supplies Pioneers, Richard Hill, he joins me on the line. Hilly, g'day. Yeah, hi, mate. How you doing? Yeah, good. Hilly, you guys had... A blinder of a match on uh, on Friday night. Uh, not good enough to get up to the grand final, though, mate. Yeah, a bit like a bit like a game of soccer. Really hard to really hard to score. Both teams, uh, both teams, very very tough in terms of their defence. Uh, unbelievably competitive game. Uh, come down to small things in the end. Um, you know they were able to get a couple of offensive rebounds and putbacks right near the end, and. Um, you know, which is on us, um, and we you know, got away with a win. So, yeah, disappointing, disappointing, but, you know, couldn't ask for more effort from the guys. Healy, got to talk uh, the players. The players have had an unbelievable season. Um, yeah. How do yeah. they feel missing out by one spot, mate? Uh, we had a debrief meeting yesterday, sort of about 45, 50 minutes, just talking through things and, uh, you know, reflecting on the season. Um you know they they're disappointed as all hell. You know they believe they were good enough to to try. You know whether they were or not, they had a they had a strong belief in themselves that they could uh, go all the way and win a championship. So uh, they're pretty devastated. They're pretty devastated, but they're tight, really tight as a group. Now, Hilly, tell me about this team because it's a team that you worked hard during the off season to put together. Yeah, look, the team, um, you know, we had our ups and downs. It was a really interesting team. It was, uh, like, it's sometimes uh, young and immature and mistakes and and inconsistencies. But, like, the one the one consistent with the team was, was effort and, and commitment to compete every single game. Um, yeah, and I just love that. Uh, they're a really tight group. Um, you know, there's areas that they could be better, no question about that. But, but as a group, they're... Super tight, unbelievably competitive, and uh, you know I'm sure when our people come to watch them play, they couldn't couldn't be uh, anything other than proud of the way they go about it. Healy, what I loved was uh, I caught up with Tom Kosh during the course of the week, and and Tom 
uh, wanted to make sure that the community knew this is the the best that you guys have done as a as a dual team to get to a step away from the grand finals. It really has been a, a monumental year for for both the boys and the girls. Well, I think you know, like seriously, the girls. Are, I think they they played in what I would suggest is the the championship game. Bendigo were undefeated, and they they took an undefeated team on their home courts at one point. You know that you know like that game can go anyway. Uh, our game was tight. That game was just a toss of the coin. Um, so to do that, you know the girls are clearly uh, one or two, no doubt about that. You know the guys we we felt that if um, we felt the Knox was our toughest match up. Um, if we could have got over them, we 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 fancied our chances against Sandringham. So not far away. Um, but like more importantly, the the community and the town should be so proud of what the Pioneers as a, as a club have been able to achieve. You know, like 19 team competition. Um, you know, uh, girl. You know, like both both teams officially third. Um, you know, that, that's a pretty fair effort for for a small town like like Mount Gambier. It's a bloody good effort, mate, and you all need to be congratulated. Uh, what's next? Uh, into a, a a phase of rebuilding now for next year. What's going on? Well, you know, like um, the difficulty is, uh, what do you do now? <laughs> you know, we had our uh, team debrief. I've, I'm on to, uh, I'm starting individual meetings because a lot of the guys get out of town, as will the girls. Um, you know, like we have our presentation on Thursday night, but like after that, um, everyone will be pretty much gone. Uh, you know, like the guy, you know, like we just have to bring people in because of the size of our community. So, yeah, um, Individual meetings uh, reflecting on where players uh, need to improve. Uh, are they interested in coming back? Do we feel like they're a good part of the group moving forward? All of those things that you you need to get onto pretty quickly, mate. And um, you know, it, it's not necessarily good fun times. It's uh, it's must do times. All about the work that goes into next season, mate. Yeah, that's the, that's the um, it, it doesn't sort of stop really. Well, Hilly, I've got to say congratulations from me. Um, you guys have been sensational all year. You really have. It's been wonderful to talk to you on the podcast and on the radio. Thanks for joining us, and I cannot wait for 2024 where we get to do it all again. Mate, um, yeah, thank you. And, like, I really appreciate the support that that, that, uh, that you give us. And, uh, you know, like, it, it, you know, the crowd, sell out on, on Friday night. The crowds have just been... Absolutely astounding, really. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, about about five and a half percent of our population are the bloody basketball on a Friday night. Well, that's that's crazy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, without without support from the media and our, our sponsors and stuff like that wouldn't happen. Hilly, we'll catch up in season 2024. Thanks for joining us this morning, mate. Cheers, mate. Good on you. Richard Hill talking basketball for the final time on the podcast. It is the Lowestone Coast Sports Shorts. It is all thanks to Barry Maney Hyundai. Call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive today. It is time to talk footy. Mid-Southeast, first of all, Peter Mitchell. G'day. G'day, you, and how are you? Yeah, good. Now, Pete, weekend, there were some blowouts. Yeah, uh, look, there was a couple of... Uh games which uh, were a bit one-sided but there was also a couple of other interesting games as well and uh, it's going to be getting quite interesting in the next uh, three weeks round 16, 17 and 18 because the top three sides play each other in those rounds and uh, that will sort out positions I guess for first, second and third a little bit of interest still as to whether Mount Burke can um, get into the top four 
although it'll be very, very hard because they do have a bye, but they do play road as well. So very interesting for the next few weeks. Round 15, so what we had, Robe, 19-14-128, back on the winner's list, defeated Congrong, 7-8-50. In the goals for Robe, Zach King, Dean kicked five, and for Congrong, Paul Ellis and Cam Seneco kicked two each. The best for Robe was Bailey Walker, and for Congrong, Michael Waters. Uh, the next game I've got is uh, Port McDonald, too strong for Tantanola, 21-19-145, defeated Tant, 5-4-34. In the goals for Port Mac. Alex Reading kicked seven, and the best for Port Mac was uh, Alex Reading. Tandall had singles, and the best for Tant was coach Jack Dore, having a pretty good season. Heavily defeated Nangwari, 22-22-154 to 6-2-38. Uh, for Heavily in the goals, Jack Skier kicked eight, and best for Heavily was Michael Telford. For Nangwari, Andrew Highland, again, very consistent all year, kicked two again, and... Uh, the best for Jack for Nangwari actually was uh, Jack Stocker. And the last game, the very close game uh, between Mount Burr and Glen Coe, it uh, was a tight tussle for most of the day. Mount Burr just uh, too good for Glen Coe in the end, 12-11-83, defeated Glen Coe 11-8-74. In the goals for Mount Burr, Caelan Bevan and Jack Gregory each kicked five. And for Glen Coe, Alex Hensky and Tory Weaver kicked three each. Best for Mount Burr was Jet Bowring. And for Glencoe was Tom Edwards. And player of the round was Jet Bowring from Mount Burr. Now, this week, round of matches. What do you reckon the uh, game of the round is going to be, Pete? Well, there's going to be some really good tussles. As I said, uh, it's got really down to the last three games, which is just the way it's the luck of the draw. The top three sides play each other, and uh, that will sort out the positions, I guess, for the one, two, and three. Um, as well as having uh, Mount Burr and, and Rowe playing, uh, not this week, but next week. Uh, but this week's games, yes, Tannenola playing Haverly at Tannenola. Uh, again, I'd suspect Haverly might be too good here, but Tant will be trying their hardest to upset the apple cart and, and make it as difficult as they can for Haverly. Clangadu play Port McDonald, again, one versus two. So at Clangadoo, this will be a very interesting game and, again, one of the critical games as to where these teams will finish up at the end of the year. Both will be wanting to win because they both will want to make sure they go into the finals having that edge over uh, each other. So this will be a really tight tussle down at Clangadoo. Could go either way. Nangwari play Glencoe at Nangwari. Nangwari uh, still working on improving and Glencoe played well in the last half of the year, so that'll be another interesting game. And the last game, uh, Mount Burr and Congrong. Congrong have not had a, a particularly good season, but I'm, I know they'll be trying their best to, to finish off the year well, and, and uh, that'll be an interesting game against Mount Burr. And Robe have got the bye. So that's the tussles for this coming week. Hey, Peter, we'll catch up next week, getting closer and closer to the finals. Thanks for joining us for Chat Footy. No worries. Thanks, Ewan. Thanks, listeners. Livestock Coasters, Peter Mitchell talking Mid-Southeast footy and talking Mid-SC Netball, Round 15 A-grade. Hatherley 61 defeated Nangwari 28. Paul McDonald 34 lost attention all the 43. Glencoe 60 defeated Mount Burr 34. And Congerong 35 lost to Robe 62. Time to talk Western Border. Michael Summers is the man who knows all about what's happening in the world of Western Border footy. Some blowouts. Michael, good morning. Morning, Ewan. How are you? Morning, listeners. Now, Michael, what a weekend of footy as we get closer and closer to finals. 
Yeah, beautiful day on Saturday. The uh, the sun was out and it's getting closer and closer to finals. So it's a um, very good atmosphere in the West of War at the moment. A couple of, uh, couple of one close game and a couple of little blowouts, but mm. um, that's to be expected. People are starting to ramp their uh, finals campaigns up. So we'll just start off with the uh, with the close one at McDonald Park, which was East Gambia um, taking on North Gambia. And East put a fight, great fight up to North all day, uh, but North just running out in the end. And as winners, 15-10-100 to 11 goals, 7-73. So really good, really good game of football there at McDonald Park. And leading the way there for, uh, for North Gambia was um, Toby DeWitt there with three. three. And uh, a new player um, coming back to the club, the old, old stager, Justin McConnell's just popped up, come close to finals time. So um, he's looking for a bit of experience there. Ben Hardy bringing Justin back. He's a, he's a premiership coach, obviously, and well-known around the southeast. So a little tongue-in-cheek there for the new recruit, Justin McConnell, the, the, young, the young recruit. So, yeah, he popped up with three goals. So that's very exciting for the league to have a quality player of that still running around in our, in our league. And for East, uh, Mark Rumbelow leading the way there, as he does most weeks. He's a really experienced campaign. So Mark led the way there with three goals and um, best players were Dale Bateman and Sam Stafford for North and for, for East Gambia, Carl Slape and Angus Clark. It's good to see Angus Clark back in the North, uh, in the East jumper, sorry. Um, he's been away playing for Glenelg, which is a great effort for Angus too. So fantastic effort. So yeah, and then we went down to Mulseed Park, um, West Gambia looking to bounce back after the draw last week and they... And they did that very, very well. 15, 14, 104 to four goals, 327 to South Gambia. So bit of bad luck there for South, but um, knew that West would um, jump back in. Um, they had an off day last week, obviously, but not taking anything away from East. Um, the draw was a draw um, and leading the way there for, for, for West Gambia this week was Darren McElroy with five goals, the coach. Um, yeah, so they've got their ship back sailing in the right direction. Young are heading into finals, and it's good to see that West will be um, uh, really pushing Millicent this year for that premiership and and really taking that um, to, to, to the reigning premiers, back-to-back premiers. So Ethan Chuck, again, having a solid season, um, leading the way there with two goals for, for South Gambia and better players for South were Mitchell Simden and Oliver Thompson and for West, Michael Mizuno and Trey Davies. So very good to uh, have West back in the winning circle, so that's great. Now, and then Caston, Sanford, yeah. and Millicent. Millicent travelled down to Island Park in what would have been very good conditions down there too. So, um, yeah, but uh, Millicent obviously stepping a little bit closer to and really ramping their finals campaign up. Um, they ran away big victors, 21-21, 147 to five goals, 8-38. So that was a bit massive, uh, massive score for... For Millicent, and they're they're really looking hot. Um, the only team that I can see um, getting close to them would be West Gambia uh, coming into the finals, and yeah, it's going to be a great um, finals campaign. Fraser Bradley, and he's also the player of the week to you in this week. He had a massive day at, at Island Park, kicking 11 goals. So that was a huge effort for Fraser. So he's our player of the week, Ewan. Michael, looking ahead to this weekend, what do we reckon the game of the round is going to be? Yeah, so the game of the round this weekend. I'd have to go to the uh, North and Caston. So North need to keep winning and Caston need to win too. So that's going to be a great game there at Vanceda Park. The other game is Millicent and West, which will be um, a nice hit out for West and Millicent to see where they both are three weeks out from the finals. 
That's down in Millicent at McLaughlin Park. And the other game is South versus East, and South have to continue to win too to, to make that fourth spot. So very interesting round, getting closer and closer to finals. You know, it's great to see Western Water football still strong and, and, the, and the quality of football is still up there too. Absolutely. Hey, Michael, we'll catch up next week. We'll talk more footy. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks, Ewan. Thanks, listeners. Lobster Coasters, Michael Summers talking Western Border footy, talking Western Border netball, round 14. A-grade, Caston and Sanford, 34, lost to Millicent, 77. East Gambia, 44, lost to North Gambia, 47, in what was a close game. And West Gambia, 55, defeated South Gambia, 39. Time to talk all about KNT footy. Peter McClellan is on the line. Pete, good day. Welcome, everybody. What a lovely weekend for football. It was a lovely weekend for footy. Take us through what happened in the K&T. Ooh, Narricourt had a very good win against Keith there to uh, get into the top three. Borders flexed their muscle at the top of the ladder to beat Padway. Panola beat Kybe in a really good game there, so that was good. Bordertown came from five goals down to beat Kingston at home. And Mandela got the biscuits over uh, Lucidale there. So we've still got the... Top four positions can be sort of arranged in any position there. So teams are still trying to get to be top or get the double chance. So she's still all happening. Now, talking player of the week for this week, who's it going to be? Jacob Eats from Border Town. If he wasn't forward kicking goals, he was back saving goals. So he was very good. Now, talking this weekend, round of matches as we get closer to finals, Pete. Oh, you can't go past Mandala Narricourt at the Swamp there. The Moots and Narricourt. It'll be a cracking game. Both trying to keep the uh, double chance alive. So, yes, get to Mandala there. Hey, and it is, teams will be having their last home games this weekend too. So, make sure you get there, your supporters, and get to your club's last game of the year or last home game for this one and next week. So, clubs rely on people going through the gate. Pete, we will catch up next week. We'll talk more footy. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you, everybody. Cheers. Peter McClellan talking KNT round 14 A-grade. Narricourt 121 defeated Keith 98. Pad the way 62 lost to Border Districts 114. Kybe Bolight 79 lost to Panola 104. Bordertown 87 defeated Kingston 81. And Lucendale 76 lost to Mandela 104. Talking KNT netball round 14 action. Keith 47, defeated Narricourt, 46. Panola, 75, defeated Kobe Bolite, 50. Bordertown, 46, defeated Kingston, 43. And Lucendale, 53, defeated Mandela, 36. Mount Gambia Netball Association, round 18, A-grade. The Saints were 49, defeating Intruders, 36. Hobbits, 84, defeated Zodiacs, 19, in a blowout. And Vickies, 47, lost to Amazon, 65. This has been the Limestone Coast Sports Shorts podcast. All thanks to Barry Maney Hyundai. Call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive today.